Hello and welcome back to the e-commerce talk. My name is Katerina. And my name's Samantha. Welcome back to a really unique episode today. A couple weeks ago, Sauna CEO Mikhail Shapiris got to speak candidly with Larry Mayners, CEO of Inum West, an aluminum supplier based out of Sandy, Utah. As a global market leader in building kit systems for industrial applications, they have been designing and marketing construction solutions for machinery, fixtures, and plants since 1976. In what was a relatively distinctive circumstance, Idem West fell short in delivering a timely and efficient customer experience, which resulted in the loss of a major customer. This experience certainly lit a fire and fueled the need for change at Idem West and how they can adapt the way that they approach their digital customer experience. The conversation tells an interesting tale of how Idem West ultimately regained their lost client by focusing on building a lasting customer relationship rather than a strictly transactional one. Without spoiling too much, here is their conversation. So Larry, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to interview you. Um, before we kick off, can you tell a little bit more about E-Tim West um, and uh, maybe about yourself and how you ended up in this business? Yeah, no problems. Um, Eatem West is an engineering products company. Uh, so engineering is on the design of certain products for our clients, but then we have a, uh, either standard products or raw materials that they use to make products with. Um, customers we serve are the customers you know by heart, you know, Amazon and Tesla and SpaceX and Boeing. So large-scale yeah. uh, large manufacturers. Um, and you might, if you wanted to see our product line of best, I always tell people, go online type in tesla manufacturing and hit images and about everything you see is our product it's all the things necessary to deliver the small parts down to the assembly line so it gives you a feel for what we do hmm, should 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 do that and um <laughs> and i'll, I'll uh, yeah i'll check it out um you asked uh, how we got into this it's kind of interesting yeah, I'm a, yeah. a serial entrepreneur i have uh built uh, five companies. Uh, last company I sold for $25 million. Um, and that particular company, I actually used aluminum extrusion for that manufacturing. Uh, so when the Edom uh, team was looking for someone to represent them in the West, um, we stepped up. So I, I bought that uh, at that time. And so after I sold um, Sub-Zero, um, we retained Edom and it's a uh, Good, good little business. And how many years ago was that? Uh, sold uh, Sub-Zero in 2017. Uh, okay. Bought Edom about 10 years ago. Okay, yeah. And um, can you speak a bit more about what happened over the past few years in terms of you know the success with the company? Yeah, sure. So Edom is growing, growing very rapidly. In the last several years, it was doubling in revenue every single year. It wow. slowed down in the last two or three years, but that's kind of on purpose. Um, the doubling had a lot to do with getting in with really great companies, as I mentioned, Tesla, SpaceX, and others. Uh, so they can very quickly grow your revenue. Um, but we were working very hard to move beyond just a few really great customers uh, and have a broader client list. 
uh, and uh, we've had great success in doing that. But it, it has slowed down our growth, but that frankly is is preferable. Yeah, but that's impressive year, you know, doubling your growth year after year. That's uh, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, well, congratulations on that success. Um, and how would you say uh, what has made you so successful over those years? You know, you're looking at the client, you're figuring out what the client needs. So it's not what I'm trying to sell, it's what I'm trying to solve. Mm -hmm. So as I look at a client, you know, as Tesla is an example, fast moving client, new products coming in, I have to start thinking in terms of what is it that they need? And then I build my businesses around that. So one of the things we decided to do initially is instead of just doing a lot of engineering one-offs, we started creating what we call a library of solutions. So imagine if you, and I'm sorry for using Tesla, but it's a great illustration of that. I like is, it. Yeah, you go into a Fremont as an example, and you come up with a solution. You work with their engineers, our engineers, you come up with a solution. Well, that same solution is going to work in Reno and in Austin and in you know New York. So we created libraries, and we'll talk a little bit in the future about how we started to use Santa in that, but this library of solutions so that engineers from all over their, their group, and that's happening with Amazon and others, not just Tesla, where they see that solution, they go, okay, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And oh, by the way, it's being used in Fremont. So there's this level of like, comfort. It's like, okay, I'm not going out on a limb, uh, maybe on I, an idea that may not fire. So creating a library of solutions and then making it easy for them to look at those, examine it, uh, pull drawings, uh, pictures, illustrations, uh, and, and use that. Uh, one of the things we did too, I thought was unique, um, is we built a facility within a facility. So we actually approached Tesla and said, listen, you're moving so fast. We'd like to build a facility within the factory in Reno, and it's GF1. And we did. We were the first company to do that. And now their engineers walk into a room with our engineers and there's product right there and they can actually build stuff very quickly after designing it. And so uh, we're taking that on the road to our larger scale customers. So again, we're looking for what their pain point is and coming up with solutions. Yeah, that's really taking one step further, right? Having a distribution space inside of the factories mm -hmm. of your yeah. customers. That's yeah. that's really what I would say, going the extra mile for your customers. Yeah, and that's thanks. what have made you so successful, as I understand, all the time going the extra mile. Yeah, that's right. The library of solutions, that's all available online? Yep, exactly. And what's nice is that uh, Santa allows us to put it in special places so that they can go directly to an area that's just for Tesla, just for Boeing. Uh, some of our designs are universal and we'll put them out throughout the store, but other designs like, man, these, man, we worked hard on this together. So we want this and they actually pay for it to say that's our design. So that would go into a place in the store where only their teams can access it. And, 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 and so these other teams are for from different locations, from different factories. So mm -hmm. actually Tesla is leveraging the SANA online environment to share which other solutions have been created for other parts of their own company, right? That's right. That's right. And then there's Sorry. more universal ways. For instance, we had a really large automotive company. We went and toured them and they'd run out of space, just run out of space. There's no more room on the floor. 
The cost was going to be tens of millions of dollars to build a new factory. So we came up with a solution of taking all their inventory and putting it in the air. It was kind of funny when we, I actually was on that particular tour and they have these pathways between all their manufacturing. And I said, there's nothing being used above this pathway. Mm. And they said, well, we never thought of that. So we created bridge systems, took all their inventory, put it in the air above the pathways and created about 35% more space wow. in that facility. Elongating that factory use was huge. And it's it, again, you see the solution. Now I can take that one solution and I and they have 11 factories throughout the United States and I can say, here's tried true solution. Here's the store, here's the button to press. Yeah, yeah, you can replicate. Yeah, it's a great story, a great example again of how you're, you know, by being customer centric, you make the make the difference for your customers and which is in the end driving your success. If you look at, at your online store, what could be the next steps in, in turning in terms of being more customer customer centric? Well, I, I think and, I, and maybe I'm jumping the gun on this, but I think it's important to note that the sales side is only as good as the rest, right? So yeah. One of the things that Santa meant a lot to us is for people to be able to have the order fulfillment piece just as smooth as the sales piece. So as an example, you look at these products, we come up with great engineering, great products, a large scale customer with a great name buying it. That's your perfect sales scenario. Other people are gonna buy into that. But now I need to be able to say, do I have that product in stock? How quick is it going to be before they can get that product? Uh, what is the process that they have to go through in order to get it? So to me, I don't look at Santa's just my storefront. I look at it also how it communicates with my ERP. I look how it communicates with my shipping people, my tax people, my accounting people. Uh, it, it, to me, it's the weakest link scenario. You can't just have a great sales front and not have all the rest that's necessary. They must be as equally um, valuable or powerful in order to make a real good customer experience. Yeah, yeah, fully agree with the weakest link uh, example that you're giving, yeah. And, and, and when you look at our, you know, the plans with your online store and you want to be even more uh, customer centric, what's the, what's the next step? What do, you, what do you have planned with regards to that? So the next big thing that's happening in our industry is punch out systems, which basically allows someone within a company to stay within their systems, their computer systems that are familiar and they're used to using them. But in actuality, they're going from their system. They don't know it, but they're going into the Santa store and they're buying from the Santa store and they're getting all of the background ERP and everything is exactly as we just described it, but it feels like it's within their company system, this punch, these punch out systems. So to me, I think that's the next step. Um, I know as a personal consumer, I look at Amazon as an example and the level of confidence I've gotten with that company. That touch and feel is, is critical to them. If tomorrow their platform changed and it didn't look the same or it wasn't comfortable, you're going to lose millions of customers. So the same thing as large scale companies move toward, uh, we don't want you going outside. We want you to stay with inside our systems. Mm -hmm. Having the ability to punch out into Santa like we're doing 
mm-hmm. is critical. And um, we think that by having that technology, we're going to be in advance of any competitors in that space. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good, good example again of how you're going the extra mile in building these relationships with your customers, making them really tight yeah. uh, in order for them to keep coming back, of course. And, uh, and knowing what they want, right? Yeah. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's where we're sitting down. Yeah, we're sitting down with their purchasing people and with their engineers saying, what would you like? And they were the ones. We didn't even know what a punch out system was. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah. we're and then they actually told us about competitors they're using to, to go through. And we're like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're glad to get into that. And we're glad that Santa was uh, transparent for that, too. It's not, it's, it sounds really easy, right? Just going to your customer, listening to, to your customers, and they all just tell you what you what you need to do to win their business. That's right. You also mentioned uh, that um, at some point you said, OK, I prefer to have 100 really good client over clients over 1,000 average ones. Right, right. Can you elaborate on that? Well, there's a lot of money and effort made to get a client. I mean, you think about our marketing dollars, you think about the meetings, just like you described, how long does it take to get with that client and get to understand them, uh, get to understand their culture, why they buy what they do. That takes a lot of time and effort. Um, And so we are not, I want a million clients. Uh, That's like herding cats. That's just, that's a lot of work. And then you get a client for a little while and he moves on. That revenue just disappears very rapidly. But a repeat customer, a customer that you know, you understand the culture, I know how to make that customer happy. I don't know how to make a customer that just popped in the store and left. I don't don't really know anything about that customer. No, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll take their revenue. But the fact is, is I can't build a business, not a solid business that I can do forecasts and understand what tomorrow is going to look like. That's going to be a series of great customers. And I'll, I'll be willing to tell you, I have fired plenty of customers, mm-hmm. um, realizing that they are not really what I can build a successful business on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if I listen to you correctly, you're saying you know, your business is built on these relationships with maybe a smaller subset of customers, really have a strong, long-lasting relationship with them over just focusing on transactions and getting customers in and out, right? Correct. Yeah. I will also say that those good customers beget more good customers yeah. um, because now you've developed more than just um, uh, a superficial relationship. You've got a great relationship with them. Um, yeah. Sometimes those engineers are brought into other companies and they're calling us from those new companies. It's like, mm-hmm. when I had a great customer experience. I, I know exactly who to do business with. Yeah. Let me make a phone call. So you're growing great customers. Yeah, right? based, on, you know, based on your strong reputation, that is. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Right. So there's a huge payoff. It's uh, and and also not just because you get worth of mouth, you get customer advocacy and those things. But also, I think these long-lasting relationships, these customers will be willing to pay a premium maybe because they know you deliver quality. They know you provide them with the level of convenience that they're looking for. I mean, price is not probably on top of their uh, list, so to speak. That's right. Like, so speed to uh, 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 getting uh, solutions out there is critical. Um, we, we live in a world that is changing very fast. Uh, and so when there is a need for a product, let's say, for instance, it's a COVID product, right? Uh, 
Um, it's not enough just to get the product out there. It's got to be a great product. It's got to be a great service. It's got to be a, a great uh, uh, experience. And you uh, need it that, now, right? Exactly. They, but they, they need it now, and they're going to spend more money for it, and we're going to make more margin for it. But again, that's where you have to have that weakest link issue. It's not enough to say, I got a COVID solution. It's got to be a good solution. They have to have a great way to be able to purchase it and deliver it within the timeframes they have. Uh, and I think that's going to happen again and again. I also believe there's going to be enormous changes in the automotive industry and in other industries as, as we see uh, some new technology come out that they're going to have to depend on companies that can get the solution to them in a timely way instead of just being the price king. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. So uh, we talked about a little about a little bit about different uh, uh, topics um, already, but um, if you talk about this, you know, concept of convenience and how you deliver convenience to your customers, which is, I think, one of your uh, unique selling points. Um, how is Sana helping you with that? So it's the ability for the customer to see into our company, right? So is is that product in stock? Right? Uh, is there proper descriptions, illustrations, so that I can understand it? In our case, we actually have mechanical drawings, right? Mm -hmm. So the ability, the guy goes, all right, so I'm Tesla, New York. I heard Fremont's using this, but I just got to look at the spec. Okay, I got a spec there, products in stock. They're saying I can have this in seven days. So he's checking the boxes, right? Yeah. And he goes, yep, nope, got it, got it, got it. And then if you know, and we're working with them now. To, now that's even in their punch out system. We've made it the ultimate way of buying products. And when a competitor walks in, they do not have a chance. Yeah. They just don't have a chance. Yeah. And 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 where is if we go into the details? Where is the ERP integration helping you or allowing you to deliver that level of convenience or reliability? In all three areas, so you got the order fulfillment aspect, which was yeah. which how quick we're going to get the product out there, is it the right spec, etc. But you also have the billing, which is I mean, come on, as a business owner, that's important to me that we're getting the you know billing done, whether it's through a credit card or through a, a purchase order, um, and then you have the other bolt-on pieces to the system that allows for us to. Uh, you know, charge credit cards or to uh, use shipping companies. So it's er it's every piece of the process between the sale and the order fulfillment and accounting. And, and the product information, like the really in, in detail product information around what you called the, um, what you called earlier, the, uh, what was it, the, um, the portfolio? Oh yeah, right, right. A library, sorry, the library, library of yeah. solutions. Sure. Is that, is it coming from ERP or from a different system? Uh, it's from the ERP. Also uh, from but, ERP. But yeah. I, I believe, and I sadly, I don't know the absolute detail on this, but I know it either exists in the Santa side or in the ERP side. Yeah. And and um, then you have customers that, that have specific negotiated prices, I assume? Absolutely. And that's critical too, because what we want to do is when a salesperson speaks to a certain client in a certain area, we want to say we've already negotiated. Let's take that off the table. We've negotiated a company-wide discount or company-wide pricing. And you can't believe how that calms somebody down. They take that off the table. You know what? I've already, I don't have to worry about pricing. Now i got to worry about delivery and is it the right product I want? 
Yeah, exactly. But then you need to have an e-commerce environment or a commerce environment where this all is available, right? Customers yeah. can access it. So not only can you say we we got you covered, also you can show they can see for themselves that they are covered, that they can see the price, That's the right. rates that are in there in their own um, website. And, and purchasing is no longer eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. Purchasing is now 365, 24 seven. Exactly. So you got guys that are told this line had better be up, you know, in two weeks. You know that they're at they're at eleven o'clock, you know, p.m. up at four. You know they're working all the time. So be able to buy something off of a phone, buy something off of an iPad, buy something in the middle of the night. That's that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fully agree, and that's what we see happening everywhere, of course. Yeah. Um, if we uh, talk about being able to quickly respond to changes, right? Um, how is SANA helping you rapidly evolve your business and your e-commerce platform? Well, again, uh, we're able to take the library. That's instant. Yeah. Um, so again, there's two different areas. I think we described it. One is a generic solution. And I think those are the most exciting because a generic solution can be used in varieties of manufacturing. And you think that everything's been figured out, but it hasn't. And every once in a while, somebody comes upon something that's great. Well, you know what? Instantly, that's going to be on our front page and on our store. Here's a brand new whatever that is, and here's how it's benefiting people. Now I'm targeting all of those people, the thousands of people that are visiting our store today. That's moving the business forward pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of change happening in your industry, right? A incredible amount of change if you talk about, you know, electrical cars, spaceships, uh, <laughs> you know, even forget about the whole situation with COVID, how that's impacting your customers and with that your business. How is the fact that, that SANA and ERP work as one is, how is that providing you competitive, competitive advantage in being able to respond to these kind of changing needs from your customers? Well, because it's transparent. Uh, it's not something that has to mechanically be adjusted. I mean, the worst thing in the world is, let's say for instance, we're moving at the speed of light here because of the changes. And then somebody says, oh gosh, we're not aligned. What do you mean we're not aligned? That that product's cogs are 60% instead of 30% or 40%. And now I've got this scrambling, I've gone out to the world and said, here's the product, here's the price, here's the value. And I don't have it on the back office. That's none of that's covered. I mean, you're putting my business in danger. Mm -hmm. So having them talk, I mean, th that that allows me to go to sleep at night. Yes. For them to be able to talk is critical because now I'm not exposed to, oh, I've got a technician to put in the wrong number, and geez, Louise, we're we're scrambling, you know, uh, to make money. Yeah, it's happy to hear that Sana helps you get a good night rest. I think that's uh, <laughs> that's crucial. So, uh, that very, plus yeah. good good day on the links help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, appreciate all the uh, the insights and your experience uh, that you share in you know running the business, being competitive, um, how you do that, and how you leverage the Sana commerce platform to uh, to do that. Is there anything else you would like to? mention with regards to this or any anything else you would like to share? You know, I think we're moving beyond uh, just relationships that salespeople have. 
uh, don't get me wrong, salespeople are critical, mm. but it's important for whatever relationships developed is is representing a company because people yeah. come and go, whether that's the customer that you're talking to or the salesperson that you have. So we want to be able to take the culture that our sales teams and our people have, but we want to transfer that over into a company culture, a company uh, feel and platform. So I think that's very critical. If I'm going to have a great company that in my case is sellable, it's because it's not Larry Maynard's company. Yeah. Uh, it is because it is a great company with great culture, great solutions, timely fashion. So I see that as a critical component going forward is let's make a great business versus just a bunch of great individuals within the business. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I understand how you have always built your business by building relationships, but it really heavily depended and still probably depends on the on the on the salespeople. Yeah. And although that's fine, you don't want to you know have your business fully depend on those kind of relationships because as you're saying, these people might might move on. Uh, so you also want to have the tools in place that allow to build such relationships, right? And that's exactly Absolutely. what I think your business, your success is all about, especially going into the future. And that's also especially what the Sana platform has been built for. So I'm very happy to hear you say that in your own words. And uh, that's exactly what I was looking for. Great. Thank you very much, Larry, yeah. for yeah. this interview and for getting better perspective of how you run your business and how sana is playing a part in that um so uh, on behalf of our colleagues thank you so much <laughs> for your time today yeah my pleasure thank you so yeah i think i got everything i got for um yeah i think this will be very insightful because again it's like for our people they they know about what our solution does but many of them do not see exactly how it works when we put it in the hands of our customers and how mm -hmm. that fits their business and uh, to be honest in the in the past also on our website we talked about a lot about ah, integration we're european integrated and yes that's at the core that's our philosophy that's how we had that's that's what makes us unique from a technical or architectural perspective but in the end uh you know, nobody is interested in that if it doesn't drive value for the business, right? If it doesn't mm -hmm. translate into, okay, how does this help me run my business in a, in a way that I couldn't otherwise? So that's exactly the link that I was looking for and that I think I got from nice. this interview. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate it a lot. For yeah. uh, Thank you very much for your time. And there you have it. A huge thank you to Larry Mainers at Idem West for joining in on this conversation. What an interesting story centered around what ultimately matters most in all business, customer centricity. As always, if you have any questions on today's episode, or if you'd like to hear more from one of our speakers, feel free to reach out to us at ecommercetalk at sauna-commerce.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the e-commerce talk on Spotify or SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. Let's, Let's get, get to, to talking, talking about e-commerce. E